Welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. My name is Jason Garish. Thank you for tuning in. Show's going to be a little late today because I'd go to a baby shower. Um, baby shower for dudes. That was something that was cool and interesting. I kind of like that. Um, I kind of wondered why the men weren't as involved in showers as they had been in the past. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool to see that. I like that. Uh, so a couple of coworkers, uh, Dylan and Justin having, uh, baby girls. They're, um, they're, uh, like I said, they're having baby girls, the two brothers at basically the same time. So it's kind of, it's kind of wild. It's kind of cool. But, uh, yeah, congratulations to them. And, uh, had to, uh, swing by there at one o'clock to, uh, to pay my regards and, uh, and celebrate. So, uh, so the show's a little bit late. But other than that, everything's cool. Um, WWE news. Um, I'm kind of liking the new, regime you know we're seeing changes little by little some of the stuff was drastic some wasn't so last mon- monday night wasn't really too drastic but i did like the three-way challenges for the um contendership for the uh usa title which is kind of u.s style which is kind of cool um i know that uh ag styles and chop are going to tear it up both winning their matches so that's going to be awesome you know other than that not a whole lot going on just they're setting up for the next uh Next big event, next pay per view that's going to be in Wales. That that should be a good show. Um, really big news coming out of WWE. Karrion Cross makes his return on on SmackDown. I don't think anybody saw this coming. If they did, they weren't talking. But uh, I'm real happy to see that, and I'm real happy that they kind of threw him right into the mix because he's going to be facing off against uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, and and Drew. I mean, uh, yeah, Drew McIntyre and Drew, sure. <laughs> Drew McIntyre and Sheamus is what I meant to say. Um, but that's that's going to be good. Um, I've been a, a fan of his for a long time. When they kind of screwed him over during the Vince McMahon regime with the whole uh, Gladiator and uh, and Dominatrix outfit, that, that really pissed me off. But I'm glad to see him back. And I'm glad to see that he's going to be utilized and Thrown right into the mix right away, which is awesome. I'm real happy to see that, you know. Other than that, WWE, like I said, are just setting up things for the next uh, big event. A little, little bit of improvement. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of watching Raw this week, but uh, but there's a, a little bit of a change, a little bit of uh, improvement. And uh, like I said, I kind of like the, the concept and the idea of bringing back uh, tournament-style matches to to decide who's going to be contending for titles. So that's uh, that's something that's a welcome change, and I'm glad to see. You know, Other than that, you know, what else we got going on? Um, you know, the, Triple H said that he's going to run things more in a democratic manner and, uh, and appreciate input from everyone. Not, it looks like he's doing just that. So it's going to take a little while to see things really take a huge change a huge turnabout um because they're still dealing with you know the years of i should say months of booking it's probably been laid out ahead of time by uh by what vince wanted to do so i don't expect to see huge difference in the product I and mean, we have seen a big difference but some of the things are extremely subtle i think they're giving their talent a little more leeway as far as the promos and as far as creativity and things and whatnot. So uh, you're seeing that a little bit more. The uh, 
promos aren't as stale. They aren't as scripted. So, uh, so that's a welcome change, you know. And I knew Triple H would probably do that. But, but down the road, I think we're gonna have a much better product from WWE, and I'm real happy to see that. You know. Other than that, you know, AEW still haven't seen anything from MJF. Either they're selling this really well, or uh, or he's really uh, really upset. You know. Um, they better take care of this guy. I'm sorry, because he was so good for the company. You know, um, Tony Khan, please pay him. You know, he belongs with he belongs on television. He belongs with this company. He did a lot for them, and the best, most memorable feuds that I've seen from AEW in the past couple of years have been all involved MJF, every single one of them, and. Uh, and they need to appreciate that, really do. I Tony Khan is really uh, pissed off enough people. I think he needs to put his ego aside and and start doing what's best for the business, because I don't see him doing that right now. You know, uh, um, Wednesday night we had you know Adam Cole, Red Dragon turned on the Young Bucks. You know, I can kind of. It's always fun to see Young Bucks get their ass beat, but uh, but unfortunately, this puts the Young Bucks. You know, on TV more, unfortunately, because they're going to feud with them, Colin and Red Dragon. Um, should be interesting. Should be, should be kind of fun. But, uh, but really, I, I'm I'm done with the Young Bucks. I'm sorry. I really don't enjoy watching them anymore. Um, we had Starks and Hobbs continue their feud. I I think this is going to be a good feud. I think this is going to be fun. You know, I'm I'm a fan of both of these guys, and to see them go up against each other, I think it's going to be really good and put um, Starks more at the forefront. You know, he's coming through this as babyface. That should be that should uh, that should really utilize his charisma and and uh, his ability to wrestle. I think, and Hobbs is no slouch himself. I really like him. He's a big guy who knows how to work as a big guy. So, so kudos to both those guys. You know, it, the minute the Hobbs showed up, he was instantly had. Um, had a, a pop and had a lot of people behind him, so it was it was really cool. They kind of they kind of stifled his his run after that, you know, being with uh, the Team Taz thing. But it looks like they're doing some stuff with Team Taz. I'm I'm still upset they broke up Danhausen from from uh, Hook, though. I'm not happy about that, but I thought that helped Hook out a lot and had him. Um, have an extra layer to his character and personality, which he didn't have before, you know. You know, let's see, we had, you know, Jericho beat Yuta, which we knew was going to happen. So, you know, Rampage, Rampage and Battle for the Belts, kind of the same old, same old, unfortunately, you know. Rampage, um, you know, like I said, not a whole lot to remember. No, and even with the, the belts, which I didn't even realize they had on Saturday night. They really needed to advertise this a little bit more. They kind of put through it out there at the last second, it seems like. I mean, I obviously had a plan for a long time, but didn't really uh, hype up or publicize a whole lot. But, but um, you know, some good matches, but not a single title change during that show. So, yeah, um, just another kind of big nothing. But, but hey, um, we'll see. You know, this Wednesday looks like it's going to be a good show, and they'll have um, 
Jericho and Jericho and uh, Moxley going for the title. So that should, that should be a good show. I'm, I'm hoping that they keep it on Moxley. I really don't want to see another title title run from Jericho. Kind of hoping that Jericho kind of is utilized to bring up some other wrestlers. The way that a way that some of the uh, some of the WWE guys should be used. You know, um, you can't look make your own company look strong by having guys coming from WWE coming in and and devastating your guys. That doesn't work. So they need to uh, need to have that happen more. You know, Cody Rhodes I think understood that and he lost a lot. And you know, he had the belt, uh, the TNT belt for a little while, but but he put over a lot of the uh, the homegrown talent. You know, and it kind of got funny because he started getting the Cena syndrome. And, but people, because uh, a lot of people had to go through him to get to move forward and go on. But he put over a lot of talent and uh, needs to be recognized for doing so. Because that was the right way to do things. You know, did he start looking Cena-esque? Yeah, he did, kind of towards the end. No. But uh, towards the end, I kind of wonder if he even cared. Because he kind of knew he was he was leaving. You know, a lot of the bloom has kind of come off the rose for AEW, unfortunately. I kind of starting to see some of the faults and cracks in the foundation, and it's it's not pretty. You know, like I've I've said countless times before that the thing that really it really kind of sold me and solidified me on AEW was how it treated the whole uh, the whole Brody Lee situation. But since then, they've done really kind of acted and done just the opposite. It's really not presented themselves in a real favorable light but but you know time will tell we'll see how things turn out you know at least we got some entertaining uh entertaining uh coke fueled uh rants from tony tony khan at, in the media scrums for their uh pay-per-view events so that's always entertaining some of those scrums are more entertaining than the pay-per-views and the and to be honest AEW pay pay-per-views have been great the only one that really didn't do anything for me was the Forbidden Door one, primarily because they had no storylines. And they, a lot of the people that were involved, because I don't follow New Japan, really didn't hold my interest. It wasn't that they were bad, just uh, I didn't have the background story behind them to really care about the, their matches or the or kind of the stories. So, But other than that, the, the AEW pay-per-views have far been better than the WWE stuff, and uh, but I think with a Triple H behind the wheel here, I think we're going to see a drastic change in that. You know, it's going to happen uh, over time, but it's going to greatly improve the product. I think, you know, because obviously Vince was out of touch and uh, and uh, you know needed to step aside. You know, so uh, like I said, other than that, you know, I'm looking forward to to raw tonight we'll see what happens but uh but some good things happening and uh and uh wrestling's getting pretty good i just hope that uh AEW doesn't completely lose their way and kind of writes the ship and gets things back to where they should have been you know right around the time of covid um obviously we're still in the throes of covid but at the height of the pandemic it was where AEW really shined and i'd like to see them return to that form and and if not even better because right now the booking's kind of mixed and they're not utilizing a lot of the talent they have both intellectually and physically you know you need to be utilizing the 
the assets that they have, and they're not. But, but hey, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I still enjoy the product thoroughly. I still enjoy it. It's just, uh, it, it makes me sad sometimes to see them make the mistakes that previous federations, such as TNT, WCW, and the list goes on and on, have made. You know, I don't don't particularly enjoy seeing that because history is there. Utilize it. Learn from it. Otherwise, you're just going to repeat it. Um, aside from that, right off the top of my head, unfortunately, like I said, it's going to be a little bridge show because because uh, I did have some things to do earlier, so it's going to be a little late, a little bridge. But still, thank everybody for tuning in. You know, if everybody is, I sh- everybody, anybody listening and interested, I should say, is in the uh, in the uh, northwest region of uh, Tennessee. Uh, TIWF is going to be having a show at the Gibson Fairgrounds during the uh, Gibson County Fair. I don't have all the details in front of me, unfortunately, but I know the fair starts, I believe, August 29th and goes to the 3rd, if I'm not mistaken. So one of those days, um, TIWF will be hosting a show down there. I'll probably have a little more details next week. Um, but uh, also, if you're around this weekend, uh, come on by then now flea market because I'm going to be... Uh, performing in front of the flea market there for uh for a few hours i'm gonna be starting at 10 in the morning and uh on sunday august 13th and uh come on by and say hi you know tell tell them that uh crushing kayfabe sent you you know so you not only can you get to see me perform but you can uh, you can purchase some really cool stuff i'll have uh cds in inside in our booth um that's right we got booth there um some handmade handcrafted items from my wife and a whole bunch of different stuff from a variety of different vendors uh you got some new stuff some old stuff some handmade stuff so uh so if you're in the area um come on down you know um it's gonna be a good time they're having their open house so so it'll be a fun time everyone come on down uh say hi and enjoy the enjoy the show and uh pick up some really cool items from from some local vendors, you know, and that's in Trenton, Tennessee. Once again, that'll be August, August thirteenth, starting at ten in the morning. You know, Trenton, Tennessee. So, uh, come on down. They're right in the center of town, right, right across from the square, right across from the uh, the uh, courthouse. So, so come on down and say hi. In addition to that, we have items that are at Peggy's Attic in Milan, Tennessee. So, can't make it to then now. You know, pop on down then to uh to Peggy's attic and uh, and pick up some of our handcrafted and whatnot items there because I've got CDs for sale. I've got uh my wife has uh has items for sale there, so uh so check us out there. And um, while you're at it, uh check out Jenna's uh Jenna's products online. Hooked by Jenna Lynn, you know, check her out and uh and uh, buy some products through there and check out some of the stuff she's done so um so check that out and also if you get a chance check out um check out uh lucky lady candles you can check them out on facebook and on etsy and uh doesn't matter that it's august and it's 100 degrees in tennessee it's still a good time for candles so uh so check them out too they have um some really good uh uh fire stars too which i used in the past so you know if you want to start that grill up they smell amazing and they uh they work great so uh so check them out. Lucky Lady Candles. 
And while you're at it, uh, hop on by the, uh, the website, Crushing Kayfabe, Crushing with a K, CrushingKayfabe.com. Check us out there. Um, you could have, you, I should say, I have links there to, uh, all of our social media accounts. So you can check us out from there. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Spotify, uh, podcast by Google, et cetera. You can, you have a link there to, uh, to check that all out. So, uh, so check us out there and we, you know, check our YouTube page too. And while you're at it, patreon.com, swing on by patreon.com, do a search for crushing kayfabe. And, uh, once again, crushing with a K and for just $1 a month, you can get our show with, uh, no advertisements. So uh, you can get the show ad free for, and, uh, help keep the lights on for $1 a month, you know? So check us out there. Um, you know, uh, patreon.com, become a patron of the show and help keep the lights on while you're at it. You know, I'd like to uh, remind everybody that, uh, you know, the war in Ukraine is still going on. So, uh, check out you, UNICEF and, uh, and Red Cross, make some donations to help those people out because they desperately need, uh, supplies. They desperately need food, etc. So they, um, the civilians obviously are in the middle of the crossfire there and they need help. So, uh, so help get supplies to them. Uh, send your prayers, your donations, you know, to them through, through like the Red Cross and through UNICEF and other um, legitimate organizations. I know there are some organizations that were set up to uh, try to evacuate civilians. I know that there were some a variety of different organizations that are set up, but, but unfortunately, you still have to be careful who you donate donate to because there are also a lot of scams out there, but. But definitely keep the uh, Ukrainian people in your prayers and thoughts because we need to um, need to help them. They deserve their freedom and um, and uh, help them out. You know, right off the top of my head, I can't really think of a whole lot else that we need to talk about or uh, or um, or publicize or advertise. Um, it looks like, unfortunately, Olivia Newton-John died today. Receiving that news on my phone, so that's very sad news. Um, that at seventy-three, so prayers going out to the uh, to the uh, late singer Olivia Newton-John. And uh, and if you're in the Trenton area, you just happen to be. I have a neighbor that. Um, that just lost a dog, unfortunately. So if you see a little four-pound, I think it's a Yorkie, it's brown, um, you know, please be out and look out if you're in the Trenton area because, uh, you know, it was it was his uh, his dog and his wife's dog, and they're, they're very upset, obviously, because they lost them. So if you're in the Trenton area, you know, today's date is August 8th, uh, you know, 2022. So, uh, but if you're listening to this and today or any time during this week please keep an eye out for a for a lost dog out there please um because i know they're desperately looking for him um so i think that's about it so once again you know thank you so much for tuning in listening to the show you know continue to support local and independent wrestling and uh hopefully soon i'll be covering a little bit more of that i'd like to have some interviews coming down the pike soon and whatnot but we've got to work out technical details and all that stuff, all that fun stuff before we uh, start doing any of that. But uh, but like I said, God bless and thank you for tuning in.